No, I said Netflix and pill. Not, no, the pill, the pill movie. Get your hand off my knee. So. Oh, boy. Now right, I'm just thinking was, about birth control. That's all. Oh, no. Also that, a good idea. That's the new slogan for, like, Planned Parenthood. It's Netflix and pill. It's a new, it's a new <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, okay. Uh, welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film. We are still in the doldrums of a pandemic, so we are not seeing anything in the theater. We're still relegated to the uh, mid-budget action films of Netflix. <laughs> I am host JC, and with me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show, Lady One. Say hi to everyone, Lady One. Hello there. And with us, super special guest, Megan Kearns from Spoiler Peace Theater. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. All right, and right off the bat, why don't you tell us a little bit about Spoiler Peace Theater? Sure. So I co-host Spoiler Peace Theater with my two co-hosts, Dave and Evan, and we're all three of us are Boston-based film critics, and we're a weekly film podcast, and we are the podcast that doesn't give a shit about spoilers. We just want to talk about the movies, so we do not let spoilers get in the way of good, deep conversation about films. Yeah. If you're a real film fan, you would have <laughs> saw it already anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have gathered this crew to fix this movie uh this week we're gonna be fixing something like i said another uh netflix um i guess they're just going like are they just going through their uh, algorithm and figuring it out like okay we're gonna be fixing something it has jamie fox haven't seen him in a little while i don't think what's the last thing you remember jamie fox being in before this oh, or am God. i just a crazy weirdo oh no, I can't. Oh I can't think and of that silence means I'm, I'm correct. So anyway, Netflix, Jamie Foxx, superhero stuff. We're talking about the movie Pill. No. Pill, pill popping. I keep calling Pro it Pill Power, but it's Project Power. I, Project Power. Power, power, speak a little loud. If there was a pill. That could give you five minutes. It's so they get it. I'm embedded with the power. Pure power. I'm embedded with the power. Would you take it? Listen to my voice. Am I lying? Welcome to Project Power. Our goal is simple. The next evolution of the human species. You ever taken one of those before? It can make you strong. Make you invisible. You never know what your power is until you try it. You push that power, don't you? Yeah. On the streets, they're talking about superpowers, but they're not talking about how one hit could kill you. Still got the pills on? It's about to get real noisy. Oh, we were like Batman and Robin. No, Batman and Robin, that's a movie. This is real life. We doing this. I think I like pill power it's better. Much better. First should've thing. Just called, it should have just been called pill power. <laughs> so this uh, Project Power, a larger budgeted movie uh, in Netflix terms, uh, it was directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman. They directed the documentary catfish and then they directed two of the paranormal activity movies so getting their start in documentaries and found footage then they directed the also oversaturated and confusing <laughs> nerve welcome to nerve a game like truth or dare minus the truth and now we have project power it's written by Matson tomlin he was actually brought on to co-write the batman that movie that uh, the trailer just dropped, and everybody's like, wow, it's Batman the Crow. <laughs> emo Batman. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Very emo Batman. He's got his, uh, he's got his mascara on and all that. Uh, he was also, I think they all know each other, uh, Matt's and Tomlin and the uh, pals here that direct together, uh, Henry Juice and Ariel Schulman, because they, they all at one point were supposed to be working on a live-action Mega Man movie. 
Yeah, they're still working on that. I think. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, yeah, there was some question about whether it was still going on, but yeah, it supposedly it is still going on. Mm -hmm. So I think they all know each other from that, and like, hey man, let's do this uh, Netflix thing. Let's make a an oversaturated, putrid movie and put it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they brought him on after Project Power. Uh, oh, did they? <laughs> they oh. liked work yeah, they liked working with him so much that they were like, we want you to work with us on Mega Man. So, so the link is the <laughs> other direction. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, Jamie Foxx, as we talked about. Also, JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We've got Dominic Fishback, which people are talking about her performance. Uh, we've also got uh, Rodrigo Santoro, might remember him as Xerxes from 300, as well as, I believe he was the hunky programmer in Love, Love Actually. Actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the one who's like, oh, Love has uh, complications. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Some, <laughs> some line like that when he can't. You know. I don't remember any of his lines, but I know that he's too hot for his name. And how long have you been in love with Carl, our enigmatic chief designer? Um. Oh, in the... <laughs> so, you know, great cast. And uh, But what do you think about these directors here? Nerve and two paranormal activity movies. What's your opinion of them based on that and, and this? Uh, I guess this is probably going to end up being their most high-profile thing, considering its success on, on Netflix. Uh, what do you think, guest Megan Kearns? <laughs> I actually have never seen any of their films, so... <laughs> <laughs> so my opinion here is moot. It's terrible. <laughs> what I will say is, though, that is kind of interesting, strange, is that I remember reading that during a Q&A for Catfish, when someone questioned the authenticity of that documentary, uh, yeah. they like immediately ended the Q&A. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh. we're out of here. So I'm like, mm, that's a little strange. So maybe that's why they segued into narrative films. Yeah, yeah. these are, uh, yeah. I mean, they've, they've got some fake it till you make it vibes. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so, <laughs> Lady Wan, what do you think <laughs> about these guys based on this? So same. I haven't seen any of their other stuff, but all this tells me is that I never want to see any of their other stuff. So, you know, that's <laughs> really efficient for Ooh. me. <laughs> wow. Well, I will tell you that nerve is just as ugly and annoying. Cool. Cool. There you go. Oh, good. This is their style, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm glad they've found where they feel comfortable. I just don't want to go there anymore. <laughs> they look like they're trying too hard to make like interesting directing choices that stand out, but I think it's just done all terribly wrong. Like, I, there's one scene that actually stands out to me. It's the uh, there's a uh, the girl's dying in a tank, the frozen mm -hmm. girl, mm -hmm. and I think they thought it was an interesting choice to have me watch the dying girl the entire time while all the good action is going on out in, <laughs> outside the tank and after she's dead we're still in the tank yeah. like watching action go on outside you know i like i understand why you would think that's an interesting thing to do but i'm missing everything good it's it's much more <laughs> like it's much much more interesting to watch the fight while the freezing girl is dying in the background because yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, the girl's just back there dying, and these guys are just fighting, not caring about it. It's just flash and no substance. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah. But not even good flash. No. Like, I could forgive it if it was good flash, but, the yeah, the, with the color saturation and a lot of the angles, yeah, it, it, yeah, no. It's like it's just no. too much. I'm just, it's like confusing my whole brain. I'm just like, <laughs> like a whole movie of money shots is going to confuse my brain. Like, just, just give me, a, like, one medium shot, just. <laughs> Give my brain a break. <laughs> it's kind of a silly question right now. <laughs> Did you like this movie? Uh, lady one, I'll, I'll ask you first. No. <laughs> so <laughs> when we first watched this, I just, I'm pretty sure I kept repeating for roughly two hours. This is so dumb. This is so dumb. This is so dumb. <laughs> and I was really, really mad that we were going to fix it and I had to watch it again. But I will say the second time I watched it, I hated it less. And I think that's because Ooh. I wasn't trying to understand it anymore. I was just like, wow. just let it be dumb. And when I like shifted back into just let it be dumb, it was okay. So turn your brain off and then like let it happen to you i guess <laughs> i'm tired of turning my brain off for these movies well <laughs> we're not right, doing uh, anything to yeah. stop this from happening by watching it we're, the exactly. algorithm we're has just, judged us we're feeding into it it's so terrible megan kearns from spoiler piece theater did you like 
this movie? I did not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but Lady Wan, it's so funny. I had the exact same reaction. So I saw this a few weeks ago yeah. for the first time, and then I rewatched it for for the show here, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's not quite as horrid and atrocious as I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like I still didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I still was bored through a lot of it, but it's not so egregiously terrible. Yeah. But I also don't want to turn my brain off. Yeah, yeah. right? Like, come on. I also watched it twice. And the second time, I think I, I caught more of the plot than I did. You also, when we watched it, were like, wait, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's dating her mom? And I was like, no, that was a lie to the police. But you were like, oh, I believe him. I mean, I mean, you talk about like how you have to turn 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 your brain off. And there are so many moments in this movie that, make note like the characters are making little to no sense like it's I think it's like people (laughs) accept things way too easily in this like Mm -hmm. that scene that you just brought up JGL is in a towel Mm -hmm. in in this woman's (laughs) house and she goes with it and the woman just goes with what he's saying and then he's like I have a professional relationship with your 14 year old daughter (laughs) And then she's like, oh, okay, we're cool now. And she gives Great. him duct tape. Like, no, like none of that. I don't know, just the screenplay feels extremely lazy. And the thing is, is like, what is the one thing I hate? Lady Wan, say it. Being average. Being average. I can't stand movies that are, seem like they're just actively trying to be average. And this movie, like with a premise like this, they needed to go, they need to put the pedal to the metal and just go with it or just, you know, give us something wild. Take us on a wild and crazy ride that, you know, with all kinds of twists and turns, like you're giving people crazy animal powers. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if we've talked about this yet. This, <laughs> like movie, what this movie is, this movie revolves around people eating pills that unlock some kind of, I don't know, animal DNA that mm-hmm. gives them crazy powers and they do so little with it. Yeah. Which is probably the most disappointing aspect of this movie, I think. Yeah, I didn't like this. this we have this strong poop. feelings. I didn't like this poop either. <laughs> That's right, I called it poop. Okay, let's let's move on. So we didn't like this movie. What about the masses? What about the critics? Lady Juan, why don't you give us the fresh hot stats? So Project Power is 60% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 54%, but it's been the number okay. one most watched movie on Netflix for a while. So it <laughs> came out August Wait. 14th and it's, uh, <laughs> I guess everybody's really, really bored because people keep watching this one. Uh-huh. Like in one article I read that somebody was praising it for not setting up a sequel. And then the next article I read was how it's set up for a sequel. I don't want any more of these. Um, please no. <laughs> But the budget was $85 million. Yeah. So our last one we did was The Old Guard. That was $70 million. And before that, they had Extraction. That was $60 million. So we are just throwing <laughs> yeah. money at these movies. And they're getting bigger hey, and bigger. The algorithm's and working. smarter. No, this, I would watch The Old Guard 10 times before oh, I would have to watch yes. this movie. Old like, Guard, wow. yes. <laughs> it was so good. And this was just, it's, it's ruining like how... The old guard made me feel better about like Netflix making extraction. I was like, oh, okay, you've redeemed yourself. Story. And then they're like, just kidding about that story thing. Here's another mess. And I, I don't like it. All right. So more negative opinions following the Fresh Odd stats. We can't stop talking poorly about it. But we're going to get into this movie, and what we're going to do is we are going to take those things we didn't like, and we are going to fix them. That's what we do Yeah. At Screen Fix. <laughs> I hate when I get in this mode. <laughs> so, before we just start fixing, I'm going to do a quick plot summary. Where's that coming from? Usually brought to us by Movie Pooper, oh, where they wipe away the excess, but uh, they didn't have one on Movie Pooper this time. How is Movie Pooper standards higher than mine? Like, <laughs> they they refuse won't to see do it. and write about this movie, <laughs> and here like, I am. No. That is so disappointing. <laughs> All right, so Movie Pooper didn't do this one, but we, so we are going to go to a Movie Pooper sister site, the movie Spoiler, and we're going to go to Cut to the Chase. All right, here we go. <clears throat> All right. 
In New Orleans, a drug called power grants most users a random superpower for five minutes. Teenager Robin deals power, but is protected by Officer Frank Shaver. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know his name <laughs> was Shaver. Shaver? <laughs> All right, who? I, I don't even know why that's funny. All right, who uses the drug to gain invincibility? Robin is taken by a man named Art Riley, a former soldier who was experimented on by Talios, the makers of power. They have also kidnapped his daughter Tracy, since she was born with superpowers after his experiments, and her blood is the source of power. Art and Robin eventually team up with Frank after they kill Biggie. <laughs> after they kill Biggie. I didn't know any of these names in the movie. I'm sorry. I like, remember I, his name being Biggie. Biggie, and I remember thinking that was so dumb. After they, well, yes. well, doesn't his pill make him like a big, yes. big el- yeah. elephant thing? I don't, anyway, they... <laughs> Yeah, but Newt doesn't turn into a lizard when he takes his pill. <laughs> yeah. So if we're going on that, this doesn't make any sense. That's funny. <sighs> After they kill Biggie, the pill's distributor, they make it to a boat, Genesis, where Talios CEO, Dr. Gardner, is keeping Tracy. After killing Gardner's henchmen, she attempts to kill Robin unless Art gives up Tracy. But he uses power to possess the power of a pistol shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> which allows somebody greenlit this, which allows him to create powerful waves of energy that kill Gardner and her men. He almost dies, but Tracy revives him. Art and Tracy mm. leave together while Robin returns to her mother, and Frank plans to expose Talios and power. So I guess that's the sequel setup. Frank is going to expose Talios and power. Is that it? Sure. Yeah, something like that. Oh. It's, it's dumb. Please no. All right, so anyway, here we go. Before we just start fixing a movie, we do know that a lot of people work on a movie. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears go into a movie. We don't just want to be, you know, we don't think we're better than the filmmakers or anything like, like that. These people are out there doing it. So what we're going to do is we're each going to say one thing that we did like about Project Power. Uh, Megan Kearns, why don't you go first? All right. Um, I actually do have two things I liked, but... I know, oh. shocking. I so I <laughs> I like all of these actors: um, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Dominique Fishback. Who actually Dominique Fishback I'd never seen in anything else, and she, I think she's really great in this. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen her role maybe more developed, but she was great, and all three of them are great. And I really like the premise of this. Yeah, yeah. The casting director did her job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, very well. Good, which is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Uh, Lady Wan, why don't you give us one thing you liked about Pill Popper? <laughs> <laughs> I got to agree. The cast is so solid that it's the only reason I was able to continue to pay attention when I kept saying this movie is so dumb. I still couldn't bring myself to look away. <laughs> so, you know, everybody committed the performances were solid throughout. They must have known how ridiculous this was getting, and it did not hold anybody back. So kudos to all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. JC, oh, no. what did you like about this movie? I don't know. Uh... Remember, remember what we practiced. Remember how this is a thing you actually liked, and this doesn't shift into something you didn't like. Remember how we worked on this. Yeah, I, I need to stop saying but. <laughs> yeah. That'll be just my cut note is when you say what and then I will just cut you off immediately. Do I talk about the underutilization of Courtney B. Vance? That was an outrage. outrage. Why don't you just say you were excited to see him? I'm sorry. All right. Positive. Yes. Also, I was very bothered that his hat looked like he bought it from one of those souvenir shops (laughs) on Bourbon Street. says like New Orleans police. I'm like, that's not a real police hat. All right. Let me see. Uh... I actually, so this is some of the stuff that I liked. I, I did like, again, uh, just like Megan, I really enjoyed the premise of it. I Like, the premise gets yes. you excited. It gets, your, it gets you pumping. You're like, okay, like, this is going to give me some crazy powers. I did like that when someone took a pill, there was a, there was a bit of suspense to it. Like, oh, what's going to happen here? Mm. Even if I didn't always like what, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. So now that all that crap's out of the way, we are We've going nice. to... <laughs> <laughs> Now that we've been nice about it, I think it's time to fix this movie. Let's fix Project Power. What do you guys think? Yeah. You guys ready? You guys on board? Let's yes. do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> power, speak a little louder. Guest Megan Kearns from 
Spoiler Peace Theater, why don't you give us your first fix? My first fix has to do with the science of the film. So every interview I read, watched, everything I saw about this film, the behind the scenes, the filmmakers talked about how they were inspired by the science of superpowers. They wanted to think about the human, like they thought about the human torch and what that would do to a person's body and what would other superpowers do to a body. It would would kill people. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like all of these powers that they chose would kill people. (laughs) Like how, like how that guy could even still be running around after he's obviously used that power before, like his skin is, should be burned off. He should be dead. (laughs) How was he able to hold extra pills in his hand? Still curious. Why didn't they melt? Good question. Cause some of his (laughs) skin is (laughs) melted. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, is it also like a, like a pain pill as well? Mm. Because all these people should be in so much pain. They'd be passing out. From how from how much all these powers hurt, like honestly, think thinking about the science. They were, and, and they talked about in multiple interviews how every mm-hmm. single superpower was there was an analog in nature. Um, there, you know, every every superpower, like whether it was you know thermoregulation or invisibility yeah. or regeneration or you name it, there's some kind of analog in the yeah. animal world. So. Taking on that, I wish they'd really gotten really geeky, really nerdy, and like dug into the science, like really like yeah. explain it more. And not that not a, not every film needs to do that, but I feel like this film would have benefited from that. And kind of on top of that, I wish that the scientist Gardner, instead of being played by Amy Landecker, I wish she'd been played mm-hmm. by Lena Headey, who is mm-hmm. an amazing actress and yeah. villain. And perhaps it's because I just re- recently watched Dread, and you know, another <laughs> drug film, and she's so it- <laughs> good as Ma in that. Somewhere in this block are two judges. I want him dead. Until I get what I want, the block is locked down. Yeah, Dread is great. She is amazing as that, actually. Ah. Uh, she is fantastic. And you just want them to bring her in like in Wayne's World when they just <laughs> replaced that, that one actor and brought in Charlton Heston. Do we have to put up with this? I mean, you know, can't we get a better actor? I know it's a small part, but I think we can do better than this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Oh, you're Hestoning this with me. That's great. I'm going to use that from now yeah. on. I'm Hestoning it. <laughs> But yeah, so I really think they needed an incredibly, you know, complex and captivating and magnetic villain and really focus on the science and what were yeah. the scientists machinations mm-hmm. and what were her, you know, des- what was her design? Was it just to make money? Was it to, you know, was it something else? And, you know, because there are little threads here and there where they're talking about Katrina and, you know, systemic institutions failure to respond to Katrina and the residents. And yeah. there's a very brief mention of Henrietta mm-hmm. Lacks. And, you know, there's a parallel, you know, Henrietta Lacks being a black woman, Tracy being a black woman and mm-hmm. how they're stealing her cells, just like they did Henrietta Lacks. I really yeah. wish they'd kind of embraced the science in, you know, in their theming and messaging yeah. and as well as the kind of like explanation of these powers and focus that to have the villain be the scientist and more prominently so. Yeah, they bring that mm-hmm. actress, that character in the movie so late too. Yes. Like, yeah. All the all of a sudden we've got this extra bad guy at the very, very end of the movie. And yeah, you get no time with her to really like understand or even mm-hmm. build any either whether it's build animosity towards her or build kind of sympathy. You don't really get any of that. And so yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like to add more of her and also make it Lena Heady. <laughs> <laughs> Our power speak a little louder. Lady Wan. Yeah. Why don't you give us your first pill poppin' fix? <laughs> okay. So my first fix has to do with a moment that happens, I think it's like within the first half an hour of the movie, mm-hmm. is Robin, our our teenage hero, is in school and her teacher calls on her to make a point of how she's not listening in class and challenges her to rap for a grade. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure, whatever. So next time you're tempted to pick on me for a laugh, skip the address and just tell me I can get up out your class, bitch. <laughs> but then, that's not even real. That is a fantasy she had in her head. 
And in her head, she is also fantasizing about her fellow students filming it on their phones. Like, we cut to phone camera angles of somebody presumably posting this to Snapchat as how she, like, burns her teacher with her sick rap skills. It <laughs> makes no sense in the context of this movie. Jamie Foxx is having PTSD flashbacks throughout the film where we cut to really, I think, interesting scenes of when he's trying to talk to Robin and he's flashing back to moments of trauma with his daughter. Mm -hmm. And that is effective storytelling. We understand their relationship just through these quick cuts. We're understanding why he's bonding to Robin so quickly. But her fantasy <laughs> makes no sense at all. We don't have any other fantasies in the entire movie. So one, to just happen and have Snapchat in it is very weird. And also, <laughs> later in the movie, that's when we get introduced to the idea that Robin wants to be a rapper and Jamie Foxx asks her to freestyle. There's no tension in that moment of, oh, is she going to be a good rapper? Because we've already seen it in her fantasy. So not only does that scene waste time in our two-hour movie, it didn't happen. And then it undercuts a character development moment between the two of them that we need. Just because I'm watching this movie on my couch doesn't mean you can drag out the runtime, Netflix. <laughs> like, keep it tight, please. You know what? I also noticed ab about that. This is like a sign of a filmmaker that maybe is making a film that they're kind of out of touch with the actual material or the actual characters. In Robin's bedroom, she had two posters. It was TLC <laughs> yeah. and Tupac. And I'm like, what Like 14-year-old like now today is having TLC and Tupac as her only two posters on her wall. <laughs> I thought she had a Lil Wayne poster. I didn't see one. I thought in, it was in, a New Orleans thing. Like huh. that's probably who the filmmakers think are two cool people to have on a wall. Also, interestingly enough, if you read anything about the plot description for this movie, they call this the near future. So um, those are even older references <laughs> than they are right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That, so, okay. That'd be <laughs> like like me being a, a a kid and having like a picture of like Buddy Holly on my wall. <laughs> Probably not. I'm Chuck Berry on my wall. A little little Richard. That's what I had on my wall in high school. It made I was very cool. Everybody was very impressed with me and my and my sweet posters. Your black Ooh. and white framed headshot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they were. Power, power, speak a little louder. JC, what is your first fix for pill pop and power? My fix actually ties in with yours, Megan Kearns of Ooh. Spoiler Peace Theater. Have I plugged it enough? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Done. Okay, okay. I'll keep doing it. So my fix has to do with the animal powers. You know, you were talking about the science of it, and you uh, you talked about how they chose certain powers, and you were thinking about how everyone was tied to a different animal, and there was, like, body temperature regulation stuff, and that's why the dude spontaneously combusted. Mm -hmm. My problem was that those types of powers that they chose, we've already seen those powers in actual superhero movies, like, you know, mm -hmm. the Human Torch, The Thing, The Invisible Woman, and those are just some of the Fantastic Four. Like we've seen, <laughs> You didn't even like, branch out. I know. That's in one comic. Yeah, that's just in one comic. We've already covered half of the powers that we see in this one movie. So that's yeah. really where my problem came. It was with the ones that they chose. So I just hate that that interesting concept was broken down into its least interesting version of what the movie mm -hmm. could be. Where are the interesting powers, the problematic powers, the funny powers? Like, where's the guy that gets squid ink when he gets scared? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the unlucky guy that gets dung beetle? Like, Ooh. right. Like, where's the guy who has, you know, uh, rabbit powers where he can jump super high, but he also has 36 kids now? <laughs> like, where's the fun, weird stuff that you can do with this concept? I did like that there was suspense when somebody ate a pill, but there could have been real suspense if the powers were more varied and especially if they were things we had never mm -hmm. seen before in a superhero movie uh, i have some examples there are like there are amazing animals in the animal kingdom there's a archer fish which is a fish that shoots water from his eyeball and can accurately hit bugs out of the air <laughs> that's terrifying <laughs> i know can you imagine this dude was shooting water out of his eye and like <laughs> taking people out like mm -hmm. 
there's a millipede that can shoot a cloud of hydrogen cyanide like this there's just there's so many interesting things and like the most interesting thing was the pistol shrimp but it takes so long to get to the pistol shrimp like that's the best idea but in the context of the film it's such an outlier you know when we just have ice woman and skin regenerate man which is in every superhero movie so more like the pistol shrimp give us more interesting powers more varied powers i thought that that would have made for a better movie definitely Completely agree and i don't even follow what how all of the powers they presented in the movie connected to animals like what animal has the powers of elsa from frozen i don't understand <laughs> like so they the directors <laughs> talked about how thermoregulation um, specifically mm-hmm. with the cold polar bears can regulate their temperature in freezing temperatures but it, it does yeah, but, but they're not like can they make an ice castle right though? exactly yeah. it, still, exactly. Yeah. it still doesn't connect the cold never bothered me anyway it's not real oh boy yeah <laughs> anyway i love these concepts in movies now because they do play it safe and you know that if this movie would have been in like the 80s because 80s oh movies are so wrong that there would have been somebody who's like what's his power and he would have been like stallion and wink <laughs> like some... oh, somebody would have had like yeah. the, a reptile's ability to change sex and yes it like, would have been for sure yes. that would have happened yes it would have like, been no doubt i just keep thinking about the 80s version of this just some that's exactly where they would have gone with it they 80s version would have been so much worse, which would have been so much better. Yes. So much better. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sad I don't have stallion power. <laughs> I'm so sad. Uh, all right, Megan Kearns from Spoiler Piece Theater. What is your second fix? So, <laughs> my second fix has to do with Art and Robin. And Lady Wan, I love that you talked about Art's post-traumatic stress Mm -hmm. and the flashbacks, and that's why he bonded so quickly Mm -hmm. with Robin. But my issue is, why did Robin bond so quickly with him? And and there is mention later in a conversation with Frank that, you know, her father's not around, so Mm -hmm. that's arguably Mm -hmm. why. However, the fact that Art, first meeting her, tackles her, (laughs) throws her into a trunk, Mm -hmm. kidnaps her, is, you know, verbally abusive and physically abusive with her, and then, you know, forces her to, you know, do things, and then he gets shot, and then she's taking care of him and tending wounds, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, referee, (laughs) okay, and then they're best buddies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and also, like, he he killed her cousin. Like, he totally killed her cousin. She like watched him murder all those people in that supermarket, mm-hmm. like, and yeah. then they're just like, "Yeah, why yep. don't you like rap, <laughs> rap for me?" Rap brings everyone together. Freestyle, it freestyle does. brings just solves all of life's problems and brings everyone together. <laughs> we could just you know solve everything that way. Totally. <laughs> you know that could have been a really tender moment, funny moment. You know, great character development, a bonding yeah. moment for them, but. All I kept thinking watching it was, what the fuck? What are they doing? There's no way she would be bonding (laughs) with him. It is so unearned. Yes, it was unearned. It just angered me. I was outraged. He (laughs) says to her that he'll kill her mom. Yeah. And and says her mom's name. Yeah, he's got like... The information, yes. he's like, yeah, well, I'd hate for something to happen to her. Like, what the fuck? Yep. That's Straight terrifying. Straight uphill killer. Yes. That's, what the heck is going on? Why? <laughs> and she's just like <laughs> assisting him now. She's like, all right, I got you. Like, what? We're buddies. We're partners in crime oh, now. Great, yeah, Robin. It's just, he's so... <laughs> good job, Robin. <laughs> yeah, good job, Robin. <laughs> Superhero sidekick. He, yeah. he is just so awful to yeah. her mm-hmm. when he didn't have to be he could have just approached her and said I'm looking for my daughter I need your help and maybe then if you know she was resistant maybe you know I don't know something could happen yeah. then not that I'm advocating then it. Kind of then maybe threatened to murder her mom but you know threatening try, but, try yeah. a different yeah. tactic first but yeah. not straight out of the game. <laughs> well that's the thing Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character even says to her like he's killing people and she's like yeah yes. to save his daughter and it's like wait what no that's not mm-hmm. a good reason Robin what are you doing He's right. Robin. Listen to Detective Schaefer question mark. That's his name. (laughs) Like it's it's the movie even acknowledges how ridiculous that it is that she's totally on board with him so fast. But exactly. Then it just continues to happen. It's 
It's mm-hmm. crazy. You know, it even kind of happens between Frank and Art. Frank doesn't believe him, thinks he's a bad guy, but then pretty quickly he's like, oh, well, your captain's going to call and your captain's behind uh-huh. this. Mm-hmm. And then that happens. And then Frank all of a sudden is like, oh, well, how can I help you? Yeah. And it's like, wait, yeah, what? No. So, yeah, just the, Nobody, the character yeah. motivations are are not really solid. No, no. <laughs> Nobody's acting like a rational human being, like a, having normal human no. being thoughts in this movie. <laughs> Correct. So I would like that to be <laughs> fixed and changed. Yeah. That whole... The introduction of Art and Robin struck me so much more the second time I watched it as just how intensely violent and aggressive it is. Like, she is a child, and he literally (laughs) attacks her and throws her in the trunk. And then when he opens it, he slams it back on her, and he's like, I will kill you. Like, never at any point should they be hugging (laughs) like no but like so it happens so fast it's like a day later they're like best buds it's wild and the funny thing is too is the fact that he you know is kind of bonding to her because she's similar age to his daughter reminds him of his daughter but the thing of it is is that he even says to her in a conversation that I didn't quite pick up the first time but it picked up the second time he says where he's like you're not a child stop using that as an excuse you deal drugs so you have to deal with the consequences and it's like wait Mm, what it's like yes okay she's dealing drugs but she's doing it to help her diabetic mother like come on cut her some slack she so for sure is a child stop attacking her physically correct (laughs) what are you doing Stop being abusive to her. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> There's no excuse <laughs> whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this film is wildly violent in kind of random sporadic Just ways. casually. <laughs> Very <laughs> casually. Like somebody's fingers get blown off oh, or, yeah. you know, the frozen hand breaks off or, you know, whatever. But yeah, but the violence against Robin just, yeah, was really unnerving yeah. to me. It doesn't sit right. Yeah. All right. Oh, so <clears throat> one of you freestyle and end the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> How dare we have not fixed the pandemic? Oh, it's because coronavirus doesn't rhyme with anything. Coronavirus! <laughs> All right. Lady Wan. Yes. Why don't you spit us your your second? <laughs> spit, spit us the fire that is your second fix. My second fix is to do with our pistol shrimp setup. <laughs> so... <laughs> While Jamie Foxx is being held hostage, he asks his captor what the most powerful animal on the planet is, and he gives a whole speech about the pistol shrimp and its powers. The pistol shrimp, little bitty guy, look harmless, but it hits you so fast. It vaporizes the water around. Very dramatically. And then he says, guess what animal I got? And shows a power pill in his mouth. So like... That's pretty fucking clear what animal (laughs) he's got. It's the one he just talked about. But then we have to wait. I looked 10 actual movie minutes until Jamie Foxx actually takes that pill and reveals his pistol shrimp powers. Also, in that scene right before he reveals his powers, he uses the lying callback that has been sprinkled throughout the movie that I literally can't remember what the point of it is, but I know that it keeps coming back. So that's our tag on the line before he reveals his pistol shrimp powers. So we've got a different tag of a callback in that moment. 10 minutes is too long for that pistol shrimp speech to be the setup to that moment. Also, it's weirdly like not the right length that it's a callback or a setup. It doesn't work in terms of the timing of this movie. So instead of him giving a dramatic speech about the powers of the pistol shrimp (laughs) to a random henchman we've never met before, (laughs) I would like to move his speech about the powers of a shrimp way, way earlier in the movie so that most of us at home drinking wine on a Friday night will have forgotten by the time he gets to taking his power or his pill power, and it'll be a surprise a little bit. Ah, so so you can go, oh, he's got pistol oh, shrimp. remember? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So instead, I want him to give his pistol shrimp speech when he meets Robin. So they're not going to meet at Church's Chicken, because that is a fast food place based in Texas. Oh. They're going to meet at Popeye's, which is Louisiana fast food, and they are going to be eating popcorn shrimp. And that is when he gives his pistol shrimp speech while he's eating popcorn shrimp at Popeye's with Robin. Oh. And then an hour and a half later, he can become the powers of a pistol shrimp. And then it makes for a way better reveal. Oh, remember they were eating shrimp and he talked about the pistol shrimp? Oh, my God. Yes. What? Also, what the fuck were they doing in Church's Chicken? That's, that's a second sense. thought. Not what you eat in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, power, speak a little louder. 
JC, what is your final fix for Project Power? My other one has to do with his daughter. So I just thought uh, she didn't really add to the story, and I'll tell you why. I, I, I just think it just adds unnecessary layers to something that's already has a lot of characters. There's a lot to follow, plot threads that don't make sense, people acting weird <laughs> in ways that don't make sense, as we've covered. But uh, the daughter, so her DNA is the source of pill juice, mm-hmm. and it, it comes from him. But the thing is, well, let me change this, and then I'll go ahead and, and tell you. So here we go. So <laughs> I think she should just be one of the first people that was experimented on to give the audience some sympathy towards her. We'll make her, she was a good student, partied too hard one night and went missing. Then she was found on the streets a week later, and they said she was a drug addict, but her father's like, that's not true. And her daughter dies in the hospital, and... You know, he's been piecing it together and he's just on a good old fashioned revenge quest because he already in the course of this movie has a surrogate daughter in Robin. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need a surrogate daughter and his actual daughter. It's just it's an extraneous character. And if his daughter is not alive and he's bonding with Robin, it gives more power to that relationship as, as well. Yeah. I also want to tie into that. Since his daughter was a victim of this drug, I have it to where the major, he doesn't take the drug. He's very anti-taking this, this drug. He doesn't need it because the strongest animal of them all is Homo erectus. <laughs> it's the strongest animal of all revenge, daddy. Is revenge daddy <laughs> Homo erectus. <It's> revenge, daddy. <laughs> revenge daddy has so many powers throughout the history of film. Uh, revenge daddy can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the greatest animal is a film revenge daddy. Like, impervious to any hits, has superior sleuthing skills, will take down entire castles of bad people Uh to get to his daughter or son. Yeah, so revenge daddy. Revenge daddy. Revenge daddy. Love it. So, yeah, that is my fix. I think it strengthens the story thread involving the Major and Robin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think him proving that he's the best of them all without using the pill, I think, is also a much more compelling character as well. So It would be a twist. This movie could have tried to surprise us in some way. That would have been cool. In some way. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool if he didn't need the pill to just summon these strengths. Like, that's way more interesting than he just pops one and becomes... You know, shrimp power. Super <laughs> popcorn shrimp guy. <laughs> Pistol shrimp just sounds like that fried shrimp tossed in spicy yum yum sauce. Oh, that's so good. That you- <laughs> that's bang bang shrimp. <laughs> oh, same thing. It is it's the like same a knockoff. Thing. Pistol shrimp sounds like a knockoff of bang bang shrimp. Sounds delicious, though. I mean, I'm sure Jamie Foxx <laughs> is a delicious man. Don't creep on my final thought. <laughs> be your final final thought before you go to bed right? screen fix after dark it's fine <laughs> so with that I think we should consider pill juice pa- project power <laughs> screen fix All right, so do you have a final thought on Project Power, Megan Kearns from Spoiler Peace Theater? I know that we did not like the film, and there are a lot of problems with it. Lack of character development, some illogical choices, it's derivative, a lot of problems. But I do like that they at least tried to address certain themes and they, you know, tried to address, you know, drug problems and distribution and, you know, and all of that and problems with science. But what's interesting to me is that they spent so much time and detail on fictitious musical playlists of characters, as well as <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Saints jersey oh and getting oh. the permission for that. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, if you'd spend as much time maybe thinking about other facets of the film, mm. you know, it might have actually been better because they were inspired by so many great films like Collateral and Logan and... Yeah, uh, I would have 
like to have seen something more along those lines. Yeah. So. I mean, I wonder, wonder how many hours of thought was put into that Gleason jersey. Like, not even like a, not even a Drew Brees jersey, a oh, Gleason jersey. It had jersey. to be Steve Gleason. That's an extra message of the movie. He had a, a degenerative brain problem. The whole oh, thing. Ah, you Steve see, Gleason. look at these inside, look at these inside Man, tips my from NFL knowledge Lady is finally Wan, paying sports, off on this podcast. Bro. I never get to use this. Wow. <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm glad you said that because I wondered why they picked. Yeah, him. So yeah. I think I think he had ALS, and um, he like it. it yeah, that it happened like in the yeah. prime of his career. So yeah, it was super sad. So that's meaningful. Proving that they did put too much thought into the they put it into <laughs> the tiniest details that no one's gonna notice, and instead just left but like it gaping plot holes. It. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Somebody tried. Whoever made that choice, good for them. Yes. Good for them. All right. Lady one, do you have a final thought <laughs> on Project Pills? Good. <laughs> Project Pills. Yes. Um, so I just really, this is more of a question than a thought, is I just want to mm-hmm. know what uh, pills Jamie Foxx is taking because he's 52 and just still Jamie Foxx is ever. Do you need anything else? No, I'm fine. I'm a big fan. He hasn't yeah. aged in like 20 no, years. No, he's, he's 52. <sighs> okay. HGH. (laughs) Honestly, it could be. It's fine. It's Hollywood. It's fine. Uh, Final thought, JC? Mine had to do with church's chicken. (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh. And you stole it. So, no, but you stole it and it was part of your fix and it was good. You did it better. You did something better with it than I did. Somebody brought up Henrietta Lacks. Yes. And Mm -hmm. the character, she like implied that Henrietta Lacks had some like super cells almost because she says that someone quote took one look at that woman and saw her true potential so <laughs> i think absurd <laughs> are they going back and are they inferring that henrietta Lacks had like super cells or something because her cells were normal they were just taken without her consent <laughs> like, yeah like, mm-hmm. but thought i thought it was like a small attempt to try to sprinkle some kind of add something to the, the the history there and kind of bring it into the super world a, a, a little bit to the point where I was like, I, I don't I don't think anyone looked at her and was like, we need these cells. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? It was for sure one of those moments where you're like, oh, you skimmed that Wikipedia article when you put her name <laughs> in, into the script. Like, you didn't actually read what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> Someone lacks a fact checker. Ooh. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Why don't you send us home, Lady One, and then we'll do something fun afterwards. Go ahead. Okay. You can reach us here at the show by sending an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at screenfixpod, and you can find us on Facebook. Just search for screenfixpodcast. You can listen to the show anywhere podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. You can just go to screenfixpod.com. You can do all the things. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating or review. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell a friend about it. They probably need something to kill time with. We're here for that. Uh, We're all (laughs) bored in quarantine. It's fine. We also have a Patreon if you want to share some of your scratch. We, uh, (laughs) but... You know, we have a special guest here. Before we get into our fun little ending, why don't we do another plug for the show from our wonderful, wonderful guest. I've had a fantastic time so far, Megan Kearns. Thank you. So thank you so much. That was so nice. I I almost lost my train of thought because that was so lovely. Of course. You've been lovely. That's a perfect word. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I am the co-host of Spoiler Peace Theater. You can find us also wherever you find and listen to uh, podcasts. You can also find us on SpoilerPeace.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at OpinionSWorld. All right. Awesome. So let's do something fun. I think that these pill powers are randomly generated. Let's go to RandomLists.com <laughs> slash Random-Animals and let's virtually take a pill and see what animal that that we get so and go we've just taken the pill oh oh okay (laughs) wait wait what did what did you get uh since i saw you react first what what did you get lady one i got a dog i'm so happy 
you got a dog you got dog powers yeah, so i'm gonna take a lot of naps you're gonna take a lot of naps and and you're gonna greet people by smelling their backside yeah and i'm just fantastic. gonna jump up yeah. when i'm told not to it's gonna be great i can't wait <laughs> Gonna eat grass and throw up. Yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. Oh my god, I'm gonna have the best time. <laughs> Wonderful powers. Okay. <laughs> what are we gonna Belly do here? Galore. Yes! Give me some grass. Give me some grass. I'll shoot Love vomit. Me. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Megan, what did you get? I got an okapi. Oh. <laughs> oh, isn't that that like deer thing? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> deer <is>. thing. <laughs> that sounds so deer intelligent. Deer thing is pretty much yeah, yeah like yeah, not an antelope, not a gazelle, but a, like a deer. It's a yeah, deer like a, thing. Yeah. It's cute. Okay, I wonder what the okapi power is besides like this is more skittishly grassy. running on across the savanna and not getting eaten. That's like your thing is like <laughs> gracefully escaping predators. That's yeah. your <laughs> yeah. It's a really useful skill these days. Honestly, it sounds pretty good. I got a meerkat. Oh. So <laughs> my power is just standing up straight and staring at things. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but super cute while yeah. it's happening. Oh. Oh, yeah. Also, you can like create some wonderful tunnels that nobody else will ever see. So oh, congrats, I can tunnel. <laughs> that is okay. true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh, I was a huge fan of Meerkat Manor. That was a great show. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm liking this super crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all pretty cute. All right. All right, so <laughs> that was fun. So stay tuned. Next time, I believe we'll, we will be doing the first movie that's finally getting released, New Mutants. I think we're going to do New Mutants. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to be doing Bill and Ted coming up. We're gonna so we be got so some busy. good stuff coming up to do. <laughs> Very busy because everything's dropping at the same time. Yeah, everything in one week. I'm going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. Mulan. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways, so overtime here at Screen Fix. And we want to thank Megan Kearns again. Wonderful guest. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. With that, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Spaces and ums, they they just get cut out, Megan. Don't worry. <laughs> they just ah. it just happens. Nobody's like slaving over it for hours Magic. or anything. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's just, not no. going to be my Wednesday. <laughs> no, no, okay. And I think that's the stinger. I heard. <laughs>